What's up, podcast? This is Machalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Machalava. And today I really wanted to talk to you a little bit about eBay and how you can list on eBay and the way that you can use eBay to your benefit to make money online. So the past couple days I've talked to you about getting started and reselling and how you would make money taking items from different areas, whether that be a garage sale or a thrift store, and then throwing that online on different selling platforms and selling it to people to make money. And I wanted to focus a little bit more about eBay just because I touched briefly on it yesterday, but eBay is my bread and butter when it comes to reselling and making money online. So I'm just gonna walk you through kind of a few of the steps and things that I've learned along the way. And there's always things that you can learn with different selling platforms. So I am in no way, shape or form an expert on eBay, but being one year into reselling and learning and focusing on eBay a significant amount, I definitely know a lot more than I did when I started. And I have a lot of information that has helped me make my reselling business a lot more profitable for me and increase my sales numbers on eBay. So with that being said, I'm going to kind of get into it a little bit. And eBay, as I touched on yesterday, has been around for a very long time. They started back in the 90s. They were the original auction platform and they actually shared the auction world online with Yahoo Auctions which is no longer a thing. I think it ended up being pretty bad for Yahoo in the long run, they kind of ended it. But eBay stuck around and they've grown into the multi-million dollar business they are today. And with eBay, there's a lot of people that use it. It's not a direct competitor to Amazon because there really is no direct competitor to Amazon outside of maybe Walmart if they start to go online a little bit more. But eBay is in its own way pretty unique in the fact that it has a ton of users but people know that you can get anything on eBay from new things to very old vintage collectible items and that's kind of the allure with eBay is that pretty much anything you could ever want is on there and that kind of sets it apart a bit from Amazon and Walmart and new retailers because they don't have the ability to offer you the new or the old collectible uh, vintage items that you either had as a kid or you always wanted. Those kind of things aren't able to be offered on those sites because they don't really do a lot of used sales. So eBay does do a pretty large amount of used sales. I think they primarily still focus on new sales, but uh, used sales are a large portion of eBay as well and that's a lot of what I end up selling. As a new seller, I sold all used items. There really wasn't too much new stuff I sold outside of a few pairs of sneakers here and there, but for new sellers, the best kind of items to sell are used items, and eBay is the one place to go if you want to get anything that's been used that isn't made new anymore, that's discontinued, and so for you as a new seller or anyone starting out, finding used items and listing them on eBay is probably the best way to go. And 
how you would go about that would be first signing up for an eBay account. That's where you want to start. It's the simplest thing and so many people let the sign up process kind of get inside their head a bit and basically never start reselling. So the first thing you want to do is sign up for an eBay account and that's self-explanatory. And they link with PayPal, at least for the time being they link with PayPal. They're talking about doing eBay managed payments, which is basically just eBay handling your money and that would be a little bit better just because you'd be able to make more money as a seller and you don't have to wait for people to pay you. It instantly comes out of their bank account or off of their credit card. But for now, they deal with PayPal and you would sign up for a PayPal account. You would link it to your eBay account. And then from there, you're ready to go. You can buy things, you can sell things. And that's how you would set up your eBay account. And for from there, you would either I went in and I made a store and I didn't make one of the stores that you pay for. I, I started out with the free 50 listings that you have a month and you get 50 listings a month to start on eBay and I think you can sell up to, I think it's a thousand dollars worth of inventory before they cut you off and the reason they do that is because they don't want a ton of new sellers coming on and selling a ton of very expensive inventory, which you would think, why wouldn't they want that? That's more money in their pocket. But in their eyes, new sellers aren't as trustworthy as sellers that have been on there for a while and have proven have a proven track record of doing a high volume of sales and pro providing customers with very good customer service. So they're not really gonna give that to a new seller and give them those privileges just because they don't want to have to deal with the customers being let down in the end and kind of dealing with a bad customer service if you will so you start out with that now i was extremely fortunate i think ebay was glitching whenever i started selling on ebay but there was some weird glitch that if you went in immediately after making an account and selected the there's an option under your under your selling platform that says request higher selling limits. For whatever reason, it would jump you up to like $75,000 as your highest selling limit and you could so you could you could sell however much you want. I mean, nobody's selling $75,000 a month to start out on eBay. And I think if I'm not correct, there was something else that they gave you that was a stupidly high number that most people would never hit unless they were doing at extremely large volume of sales. So that was something that I was very fortunate to have. I didn't have any caps put off on the bat, but I didn't really hit them anyways. I didn't hit $1,000 in sales in a month until you know, probably six to seven months in. And for sellers that are starting out, you probably don't need anything more than $1,000 anyways. Oh, the other thing was that they, they cap you off at 10 sales a month, which kind of sucks if you're looking to make a lot of sales. And I think mine, whenever I signed up for that, it got bumped up to like several hundred or something like that. So I, again, I, I wasn't really ever hitting that until I got, I haven't hit that really at all. I've maybe crested a hundred, maybe a couple times, but not too much. So for you as a new seller, you'll sign up, you'll get your limits, and then you'll start listing. And listing is kind of an art, if you will, because there's a thousand different ways to list, there's a thousand different ways to make a sale, 
and everyone has their own idea of how you should list, what titles you should use, what keywords you should use. And if you're brand new, you don't know anything about any of this. You don't know what a keyword is. You don't know how to structure your titles. You don't know anything about that. So for me, when I started out, I did a lot of research on it and there wasn't a ton of information as to where I should put certain words in the title, how I should make a title, how I should make a listing. There were some brief YouTube videos or articles, but I don't think I was looking in the right places and Google wasn't showing me the best results because a lot of the articles that had been written that are really good weren't one of the top results on Google. So until I kind of found those, I was shooting in the dark and hoping for the best. And after a year, I kind of have a system that I do that consistently provides me with pretty decent results so that when someone searches for an item and it's one of the items that I am selling, mine pops up near the top of the search results. So I'll just explain to you what the sort of ways of getting higher in the search results so that people can see your item faster whenever they search. Because a lot of people don't want to go in and scroll down through all 200 items that are selling to find that one item that fits their price point and is exactly what they want. They want to find it within the first couple results and they don't want to have to do too much looking because that's a waste of their time. And saving people time is one of the best ways to get a sale. So going off of that and piggybacking off of that, the faster you can ship an item out and the faster you can get the item to the customer, the better chances you have of making a sale on eBay and the higher eBay will show your item in the search results. And the reason for this is because customers want their items now. Amazon has two-day shipping with Prime and now they're doing one-day shipping with Prime and even same-day shipping in some areas with different items and things like that. And with eBay, their biggest problem is that they can't offer that everywhere because they don't have warehouses that they're keeping the stuff in. Each person is shipping out the items on their own, which right now is actually a big blessing for eBay because Amazon is storing all the items in the warehouses and they're trying to only limit you know items being sent out that are essentials where eBay is sending out whatever they want because it's based on the seller so Amazon is restricting what they can send out based on it if it's essential to life or not and not sending out a lot of the items like like I looked at an iPhone and it was five to ten days business days for it to ship to my house which with Amazon usually is one to two business days eBay I could get that same iPhone in about two to three days so that's just something that has been a blessing for them right now but usually the faster you can get items to the customer the better chances you have of your item getting bumped up in the search results and being viewed higher by the customer because eBay's algorithm recognizes that as a better as a better product for the customer and is something that the customer would be better satisfied with and they're gonna to cater to the customer over everything. So that's one way, offering same day shipping is huge but a lot of people can't do that because they have jobs. So I usually do one business day which means if your item sells on Monday, it's due to be shipped out on Tuesday and that's up until I think midnight on Monday which kinda of sucks if you wake up on Tuesday morning and you're getting ready to go to work and you realize that something sold at 11.50 the night before. But I really don't have that happen too often, so it's not a big deal. 
but offering that kind of shipping is huge. Another thing is using USPS priority mail. A lot of other shipping services, and FedEx is good too, they have a two day shipping service, but USPS is kind of the gold standard for me with shipping right now. They're super easy to work with. There's post offices everywhere. They have a lot of the best rates. Their flat rate is one of the best things you can find to ship heavier items. And their insurance is really good as long as you keep your receipts and you have, I think they start you off at $50 of insurance for every priority mail package. And then when you become a top rated seller on eBay, eBay gives you $100 insurance on every priority mail package. So it's kind of a win-win there because their insurance isn't a problem. As long as you can provide them pictures and the receipt, they'll give you the money back for the item and it's pretty much risk-free when you're shipping with them. And so I use them, I use FedEx today if I need to, and then they have FedEx Home and Ground, which is pretty decent. Uh, but shipping with USPS Priority Mail is probably your best bet, and it's definitely your best bet to get the item to the customer f as fast as possible. eBay likes to get the item to the customer within three days, uh, which I kind of forgot to mention earlier, but they have a thing called Fast and Free, which is when you list an item, you put the item for free shipping, and if it qualifies getting to the customer in three days, I think it's three or four days, I think it's three, if it's within three days, they give you a little fast and free logo on your listing, which doesn't really matter as much, but the main thing is when you have fast free shipping, fast and free shipping items generally get listed before fast shipping items, which are generally listed before regular items that don't have any fast shipping or free shipping. And so that's just another way to bump your item up. Providing free shipping would be another thing. And a lot of items don't require that. A lot of items you can't do free shipping with or you'll lose money and that's fine i oftentimes don't even do free shipping i most of my items i charge the customer calculated shipping with where you actually weigh the item out beforehand and i have weighed out all the different boxes that i use so weighing out the item with the box and then putting in that weight on ebay does calculated shipping where it tells eBay, here's what the item weighs, and then they charge the customer a little bit over the price you'll actually pay for shipping. So you end up making like a buck on shipping, but it's it's rated to where the item is going. So if you're shipping something to California, they're going to charge somebody how much it should ship to California from your house. Whereas if you're shipping to somewhere like Florida, that's probably a different distance from your house. So you're going to be charged a different amount. And that's what calculated shipping does. It charges the buyer the amount that they need to be charged for the distance the item is going. So I do that and then other ways that you can do things. So starting with the listing, I kind of jumped around a little bit, but starting with the listing title, that's where you will do most of, uh, that's kind of the most important part when you're listing an item right before pictures. And so what I typically do is I will do the searching for the item beforehand and research it a little bit. And when I say research, that's probably about a minute, if that, as to seeing, just typing in the item on eBay, looking at the sold comparisons and then gauging off of that what the average sell price is. But what I like to do is I like to click on the items that have sold that are exactly like mine or similar to mine, that have sold for a high amount, higher than the other ones. And I, there's a button on eBay, either on the mobile app or on the desktop site that says, got one like this, sell now, or sell one like this, or sell similar, any of those. With, if you click that, it brings up a listing for you 
that has the exact same title and all the same specifics filled out and everything filled out for you. So it saves you a lot of time and you get to use a listing that is the exact same copy as someone who's already sold the item and sold it for a high amount. And then you put your own pictures in and you're good to go. So that's what I like to do. But let's say you, for whatever reason, want to make your title. Or let's say you don't like the title of the person you're using. You think that maybe they just had good pictures and you like their pictures, but that's why their items sold better. So what I do is I take the title and I organize it in this kind of manner. I take the brand name and brand name always goes first. So um, let's say I want to sell a webcam and a Logitech webcam. So Logitech would be the first thing I put in, like nothing else. Some people would say put new, but I really don't like to do that. I put in Logitech as the brand name in the title. And then after that, I put the model and basically the most important words about that individual webcam that I want to sell. So Logitech and then let's say it's model C22. So Logitech C22 webcam. And so the next thing I put after what the, the important description words are is what the actual item is. So the webcam would be what the actual item is. And then I'll put whether it's new or used. And I usually put new and then I'll put some other description words after that. And so you basically structure your listings using brand name, then the model of the item, then the actual item, then you can either put if it's new or used, or I usually just put the descriptions after that and then put new at the end of the title. But that's kind of how you want to structure your eBay title listings. And that's one of your better ways of doing it. And then if you're selling something like Nike shoes or something, I always put the model number at the end. So a pair of Nike shoes would be like Jordan 5 Retro Fire Red and then the model number at the end. Even though they're Jordan 5s and that's the actual model, each one has its own model product number that people use to search for that shoe. And I just tag that at the end of the listing because nobody's typing that in to start out. So that's one of the, that's how I do my listings. And that I had found on Twitter from somebody who's pretty reliable who said they went to eBay Open in 2019 and had talked directly with an eBay rep about how they should do their listings. There's also a good video on YouTube by an eBay rep and Monica the Posh Hanger. And Monica is one of the best eBay sellers there is in the reselling world. She does like 50 grand, uh, maybe not 50 grand, but she does several tens of thousands of dollars in sales per month. So her and that guy talking about how to title your listings and how to make a listing is one of the best ways to learn. And so I would definitely recommend looking that up on YouTube. The next thing you do is your pictures and you'll take your pictures usually with a white background, but if you don't have a white background, I like to do, like I have a, a wood background as mine and some of the better eBay sellers and resellers out there will use wood backgrounds just because it looks really clean. It looks super professional. A lot of people like it but you put your pictures in your listing and you know you take them with a clean looking background make sure it's very visible and you can see everything you can see the little details but the most important thing is just getting those pictures done a lot of people get themselves hung up on the fact that their pictures don't look professional and that's probably right your pictures don't look professional because you're not a professional photographer you're trying to resell things not make some sort of masterpiece photo that goes 
in a photo book that's going to be viewed for generations or something like that. You're just trying to get an item sold on eBay. So make them good, but don't make them elite. You don't need to do any photo editing or anything like that. Um, don't put any filters on it unless there's a filter that maybe makes the item look a little bit brighter. That would be one thing that I would suggest. But outside of that, I really don't do anything else with filters. But get your pictures in there and then you'll go on to the item specifics. And from what I've heard about item specifics, eBay didn't used to value them nearly as much as the title, but now item specifics have become almost a must in eBay listing where you actually have to put what item, what the item is, the model number, and kind of all the stuff from the title, but they have it filled out so people can filter based on the searches that they have. So item specifics allow them to to filter by color, allow them to filter by model number, allow them to do all these different things. And so the item specifics will say, is it, you know, what if it's a Nike shoe, it'll say, okay, brand, and then type of shoe, what you would use it for, and color, model number, all these different things that are there that you would type in or are already have a drop down menu that you can select things from. Filling those out is key. I usually do about the first 10 to 20, depending on how many there are. And just making sure you have those done is one of the best ways that eBay bumps your item up higher in the search results because it shows them that, first off, you have a listing that's easy to read and it's very good for customers to be able to see that just because it helps them sort through and look at the different search results a little bit easier. So after item specifics is your description. My description used to be super elaborate. I used to do like all this stupid stuff with HTML and things where I found a website that you could type your listing description into and it would do all this uh, really good HTML coding for that would make it look like it was one of those old professional eBay listings from like the early 2000s. I don't do that anymore. I simply take the title that I used at the top for the item I copy it, I paste it at the bottom, I make it bold, and then after that, I just type a short description of how fast I plan to ship it and my return policy. So I usually put, you know, Logitech webcam, like the whole title, and then it'll say ships within one business day or ships same day, and return policy item must be unused and unopened if it's a brand new item uh, to be returned for a full refund, something like that. And eBay is good with filtering out bad descriptions and good descriptions. They're not really super important, so it doesn't really matter, but I just put something small in there that somebody, if they wanna look at it, can get a feel for it. But most of the time, they're gonna understand what your item is, whether it's new or used, whether it's gonna fit what they're looking for just based off of your item specifics and your title and your pictures. So you fill out your description. Below that in a listing, you'll put what you are gonna to use to ship it for. Um, you'll put the price, you'll put the quantity, you'll put all this information in. There's another option for international shipping and I don't do international shipping in the way that some people may think you would where you ship it to the person's house internationally and you have to fill out a customs form and stuff. You can do that and a lot of people suggest it and a lot of people do really well with it. To me, it just kind of sounds like a hassle and I haven't looked into it yet but I do use the eBay Global Shipping Program, which you have to sign up for. It's completely free, but basically eBay has shipping centers that are located, I think in Kentucky and maybe one other place, 
but you you basically open your item up to the entire world of people that use eBay, whether they be in the in Canada or somewhere in Europe or somewhere in the Middle East, anywhere or even like in Asia and stuff too. Um, there's basically anywhere that has eBay can look at your item through the eBay Global Shipping Program and purchase it, which is cool. And then all you do is you ship it to Kentucky and they do all the legwork for you with filling out the customs forms and stuff like that. So it's really easy. You don't have to do anything different than you would any other time you sell something, but you open your item up to so many more people who are looking to buy your type of item. So I highly recommend signing up for the eBay Global Shipping Program. I think it's a great way to get yourself a lot more money with uh, some of the different sales you can make there and a lot of times it's I, I never put returns on for that but it is a very good way to get more people to view your item and have a pretty decent sale with it so what else um, outside of that there isn't a whole ton I mean, there's more stuff that I can go into, and I think I may have to do another episode on it just because it's a pretty vast uh, kind of thing to talk about. There's just so much that goes in with eBay, and it's not something like Mercari or Poshmark that's pretty simple. Um, eBay is kind of co- more complex because they have more people working on it. It's been around longer. They kind of have a better feel for what they're doing, and so they make it a little bit more difficult for the seller but it works out to your advantage because there's just so many more people on there that the way that they do things is only to get your item viewed by as many people as possible and provide the best customer service for the customers. So that's kind of why eBay is a little more difficult than Mercari or Poshmark. It's it's much more customer centric and it's a little bit more difficult on those other platforms if you're a customer to get exactly what you're looking for. But they're good. I mean, I, I still like Mercari and Poshmark. I just think eBay does uh, a phenomenal job with the way that they have things set up. But I'm finishing up my drive right now, so I am going to get going because I am getting to the end of it. But you guys have a good one. If there's anything that I can ever help you with or any info that you can uh, that you're looking to get, just hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. I have no problem reaching out. But for now, uh, I'm going to hit the hit the road and I'll let you guys get back to it. So you guys have a good one and have a good night.